Hello everyone. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wanted to, I started to shoot a video this morning and I had a phone call and it interrupted it. And, um, I wanted to share just a little bit more. I'm actually on my way home from my last doctor's appointment for 2020. Um, so knock on wood, somebody for me. But uh, I had my regular checkup with my oncologist today. Had my foobs, my fake boobs, filled up for the last time by a doctor or nurse this year. Don't worry, 2021 will start early. January 4th is my next appointment with my breast surgeon, um, her nurse practitioner, to just check on me. And then I'll be staggered every three months. I'll see a different doctor uh, for a checkup and uh, making sure everything's okay. But thankfully, I since I had my surgery with my hysterectomy i have not had the back pain that i had for the longest time when i was on the lupron shots to shut down my ovaries um, so that is a plus the doctor thought that was very odd that i even had the back pain he knows there's joint aches um, things like that um, but he said I, I continued to say that about the back pain and i would spend several nights a week on my heating pad so it wasn't like he didn't believe what i was saying um, but he hadn't, that wasn't common, I guess. So he was glad to hear that there was no back pain. And he said, sometimes, um, in the coming years, I may have joint pain, um, from the Arimidex anastrozole that I'm on, uh, the hormone blocker. Since my, uh, tumor was hundred percent hormone fed, I'm still on that for the next nine and a half years. It'll be 10 years total, uh, almost nine years now. Um, I'm almost coming up on my one year mark. Um, so I will be on that. And so the joint pain can, I guess, could start to creep in in the next couple years. He said, likely, since I have not had a lot of issues so far, that if it did come, it wouldn't be as harsh as it could be. Um, and it has been for other people. So that was good. Very thankful moving into menopause with very little uh, difficulties. A lot of women take a lot of hormones as they move into menopause um, and have a lot of trouble with balancing out the hormones. I can't take any hormones, um, but thankfully with everything that I've gone through, I had told my husband in advance, I said, I apologize if I become a raging bitch. <laughs> so I'm very, very thankful for everything. I do want to just uh, touch on there's a couple of people that have asked me lately how I stay so strong through all of this and um, if there are things that maybe I'm dealing with that I haven't really said on my videos and I can tell you I am raw and real as uh, my friend Kim likes to say on my videos and Thankfully, I've had a smooth journey. I mean, there's definitely been ups and downs. Could be worse, could be better for a lot of things that I've gone through. Um, very grateful to have celebrated another birthday this month. Um, but I will tell you that one of the things for me that happens, and it's interesting timing, some of the questions I'm getting about it. Interesting timing because I am one of those people that when something happens, I... If I freeze, it's momentarily, and then I jump into action, and I do what I need to do. And 
this has been no different. Other things that have happened throughout the year with the health and well-being of other people around me, friends or family, has been no different. I've jumped in and do what I need to do and try to be there to support other people and help. Um, but I did start a couple, it was more than a few weeks back. I, through our work, we have an EAP, which is an employee assistance program. And a lot of large organizations have this. We have an EAP program and you can see a counselor that we have typically on site, but with COVID they're all uh, virtual now, which is nice. Um, but you can see a counselor up to six times and then you would have to go see like a therapist or a counselor outside of that, you know, that's within your insurance if you're going to have the insurance cover it. So I um, decided to, saw an email about the opportunity and reached out because I wanted to make sure I was dealing with everything and processing everything the way that I should be and just wanted to make sure I'm not missing anything. I'm typically not one of those people that myself to sleep and in tears all the time I'm just not that emotional side that's not how I deal with things everybody's different um, so I did start to talk to an EAP therapist and wanted to make sure that I don't have things pop up and as I say hit me like a Mack truck with all the emotions and the feels and everything um, now that this is through because typically I'm jumping into action when I need to and then when I get through something I'm like what the F just happened um, so when I talked to her we did talk through some things and even saying about the videos that I'm doing that's been very therapeutic for me so I know it's helped a lot of other people understand whether you're curious about what I've gone through you don't know I've not known a lot of these kind of things even before I went through it um, so to make sure I help educate and build the knowledge of other people who are either going through it, who are curious about me, or who um, would just like to know in case something comes up with them or somebody that they know. Um, but they've been very therapeutic for me to talk through and put that out on the table. Um, and then reaching out and trying to support other people through whatever they're going through has been very helpful. And so part of me was worried that I was avoiding um, some of the feelings or thoughts that I might have because I throw myself into other work. Um, I'm a college professor. I'm very passionate about the, the work that I do with Discover. And, you know, in talking more about it, I'm not avoiding it. Um, I am, I think it's a healthy way of processing everything, what I've been doing so far. And I know a lot of people have come to me and said, do you get enough sleep? Do you take care of yourself? And absolutely. I am a crazy energizer bunny, I guess, but I will tell you what, by 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, I am in bed and need about seven to nine hours of sleep. So I do get sleep. Um, I do re-energize. I do take time for myself. Um, I used to feel guilty for laying on the couch and just watching shows or binging Netflix. Not anymore. You need that. You need that to re-energize and um, to refuel. So don't feel ashamed um, to have to do that when you need to. Um, so the therapy was one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I do take now a lot of vitamins that help me with my energy and help me um, 
with the anxiety and depression I've had even before all of this. Um, so I am a member of the Zoloft gang, uh, taking that, and I'll tell you what, I can tell if I haven't taken it, it does really help. So I, I feel like for me, a mix of the medication and the different things there and the therapy is helping and the way that I'm processing things even outside of, you know, before I got the therapist to be able to talk to people or answer questions or just make sure people were aware of things. Um, that has been a really healthy way. It's different for everybody. Not everybody is going to be comfortable doing that. Um, I even wonder too, like if I had to go through the whole route with chemo and radiation, um, would that change how I've been doing this and talking to it? I would probably be a lot more emotional. Um, I, I would think that you would see a lot more tears and frustration um, from having to go through those things. So not saying what I has, have been through has been easy at all. It hasn't. Um, and I do like even on my website, I've shared uh, pictures throughout the journey. And there's one picture that I especially liked and wanted to put up. And I am not looking good at all. Um, I was in the hospital after one of my surgeries. Um, I think it was my, no, it was my uh, mastectomy, I think it was. And I had the oxygen in my nose. And I just looked cranky as hell. And had a crunk curled up face. And I'm showing behind me, my husband's like eating the, the gelatin or jello or whatever it was. Um, and, or the ice cream, I can't remember what it was. Um, but it was just a funny picture because I haven't felt good throughout everything. I, you know, I try to stay positive because I know the depths of depression and what that can, um, how that can feel and what that can lead you to. So I do my best to, um, not go that route if at all possible. And if I start to feel like I'm going that route, so even, um, with everything done and worried if I start to, um, process things and uh, feel like things are starting to hit me that's you know being proactive and seeking out a therapist and talking to her so we do have um, in our program we have six sessions I think some companies just from hearing from some of my students even talking about wellness that some companies out there have even extended the number of visits um, that you can have with a counselor which is awesome um, the other thing is I talked to the counselor about long-term, about seeing somebody. And maybe I don't need to go see somebody every week. Um, even with her, it's been like every three to four weeks. Um, and I've had two visits with her so far. Uh, but we've talked about how I can find a therapist through my insurance. And that's covered through all of that. So that um, I can continue. And, you know, whether it's once a month or once a quarter, whatever that looks like to me you know, for my self-assurance to know um, that I'm processing through all these things okay and dealing with it. Because I can tell you now as a cancer survivor, there's two things that are on my mind every day. I'm not going to say they're top of mind, but they're in my thoughts several times a day typically. I try to minimize them where I can. Um, but I, I think there's never going to be a day where I don't think about this. And the first is I had cancer. Um, one of the reasons that I'm reminded of that, and maybe some others aren't, is that I get out of the shower every morning and I have the scars across my chest. I have the scars on my stomach from the different um, operations that I've had. Um, taking my medication every day 
I take that hormone blocker. I'm reminded of it. Um, so I don't think that that's a bad thing because I have survived and I've gone through it and I've conquered it. Um, but it's there. And I remember my very first appointment with my plastic surgeon. He told me there's never going to be a day where you forget that you had it. You're going to, you're going to remember that. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It's not always a great thing, but it's not a bad thing either. The second thing is, and I've heard this from a lot of people who have gone through the cancer journey in general, is that there's always a thought or more, typically many, each day that it could come back. And I'll tell you what, um, my mom had cancer um, when she was 29 going into 30. And I remember a lot of times she would always, like every time she got sick or would get a headache or not feel good, her fear was that it came back. And I'm like, how does, like, why can't she get through that? I couldn't understand that just overall. And now that I've gone through the journey of cancer, I get it. Every time I go to hold my chest because something just aches for the moment, think about it um, every time I have a headache and and again I try to limit this I'm never gonna be able to avoid it completely and I don't know that it's healthy that you do just avoid it and block it out completely because if something does come up and you have to have the doctor address it or look into it or do a scan or a test or whatever you know that's being proactive because what if it is something um, but that thought is there and it scares the shit out of me um, and so that is scary. But again, you can't, I can't let that overcome my life and my day and what I'm doing. I know that it's there. I need to make sure that I'm processing it in a healthy way, that I'm being proactive where I need to um, when things like that happen. And my oncologist had even said, if there's something that you have for more than three or four weeks, we need to talk about it. We need to look into it. We need to do a test or a scan or things like that. And that's how you're preventative for it. So there are those reminders that I've had cancer that it could come back. Um, but that doesn't mean I need to stop living my life. And I hope for all of those out there who have had cancer and um, are, are struggling through it and surviving through it, or those who are worried about it, um, it's there. It's the reminders there, um, but you need to figure out what's a healthy way to process it and, and to go on. And by diving into those things that I'm passionate about, being able to help others, be taking care of myself and that self-awareness and um, uh, just doing that and allowing others to help me. I'll tell you that's one big thing that I've learned this year. In the past, you know, I've gone that I'm the independent woman. I could do this. I got this. Um, I can still be an independent woman. I can still be strong, but I can let people help me. And my friends have taught me that quite a bit. So I thank you all for that. Um, so gosh, I'm about ready to tear up and I don't cry. Um, <laughs> I'm allowed to, I know, but so I just wanted to share some more of that. I get questions and I don't want people to think that it's all happy-go-lucky and I'm hiding things. Um, 
there are those thoughts that come up and it's probably a good thing I'm wearing glasses now because I can feel my eyes um, so I just wanted to make sure I share that with all of you um, I want to be real about everything and uh, open about it and I feel like it can help a lot of people by being able to see that too so and I do want to let you know um, I am actually I've gone through a certification um, for coaching to be able to help people from an emotional wellness perspective and specifically in focusing on your thoughts um, and I thank Kat Hoyer for the opportunity to go through that certification program it was quite a few months long and um, I'm very excited to be able to kind of take the next step in that journey and be able to help a lot of other people so I'm working on a few things um, to help people with that and so stay tuned um, because I'm hoping by the end of the year I launch something um, and it will start out uh, being free for people to learn more about kind of how your brain processes things and how everything works with your thoughts um, and how to work through that not avoid them um, but we basically call it steering around them so I want to be able to help a lot of other people with that too because I know this this model has helped me to deal with a lot of things whether it was related to my cancer journey or anything else that I was going through so if I had a struggle at work um, if I had you know something I was thinking of with friends or family that I was trying to process and get through um, this model um, that I'll be using in my coaching has been really really beneficial and significant in being able to keep me going and moving on so stay tuned for that um, and I'll share that on my website and uh, as I start to roll things out um, share it through social media too so thank you for listening this was long um, but just wanted to share and be open about it and I hope you all have a great day and a great Thanksgiving and Christmas I know this year is going to be very different um, but please uh, celebrate and reach out and support other people. Talk to you later. Bye.